the freezer is kind of tough on your mm-hmm. milk. It's yeah. a delicate substance. <sighs> it really is. tricky. Milk minute, milk minute, milk minute, yeah. This is Maureen Farrell and Heather O'Neill, and this is the Milk Minute. We're midwives and lactation professionals, bringing you the most up-to-date evidence for all things lactation, so you can feel more confident about feeding your baby, body positivity, relationships, and mental health. Plus, we laugh a little or a lot along the way. So join us for another episode. Welcome to another pod snack. I think this time it's really going to be a pod snack. We actually, I think the last like three we tried to record were supposed to be and they're not. Yeah, so. a little long-winded lately. <laughs> sorry about that. I think it's actually my fault. Actually, I'm not sorry. No. I hope you enjoy it. We're not sorry and it's a pod snack. Here we go. We're going to talk about milk storage today. And as you might have noticed if you were registering for your registry... Mm-hmm. As you might have noticed while registering for your registry. <laughs> Creating your baby registry. Thank that. you. Yeah, you're welcome. <clears throat> while registering for your baby <laughs> products during pregnancy, you might have noticed that there's a plethora of milk storage options available to you, and it can be a little bit overwhelming. And lucky for you, there is a little bit of science behind it. And with a little mm. knowledge, mm. you can choose very wisely. The power of science? The power of science. We love it. I wonder what Bill Nye used for his children. Bill Nye, the science guy, obviously used science. Yeah. Well, we should tweet him or something. We should. I love Bill. Mm-hmm. He's gotten a little sassy during this COVID stuff. He's, he's been wonderful. Yeah, I love him. So anyways, um, milk I storage. Just, also, you can tell we're 90s kids just <laughs> yeah. every episode. We're like, Alanis Morissette and Bill Nye, the science guy. <laughs> Bill, Bill, Bill. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Milk storage. Um, okay, so there are bags. There are bottles, and then there are glass bottles. Mm-hmm. So I'm just going to cut right to the chase and let you know that the research all shows that glass bottles are actually the best storage option. However, they're the most annoying. Yeah. it's If you've ever tried to freeze something in a glass bottle before, you might know that liquid gets bigger when it freezes, and that can be a problem. However, it preserves the most vitamins, minerals, and fat. And whenever you warm it back up in the glass bottle, obviously no plastic molecules are getting distributed mm-hmm. within your milk and less fat molecules stick to the side. Right. So your um, crunchy friend who only uses glass bottles is not crazy. Um, it's true. But she might be making a lot of extra work <laughs> because they are hard. they're definitely hard to manage. Yeah, and they take up a lot of space. Yeah. But if you have a deep freeze, um, this is a really good option. It's a really safe option for your baby. Right. And then, you know, some people can just freeze their – I mean, this is great for people that maybe are only – maybe only ever have 10 extra ounces in their freezer at mm-hmm. any given time. They're just pumping enough to replace the next feed. And that's great. That's no problem at all. Right. But if you're exclusively pumping, that's going to be a lot – Right. Or if you're trying to manage an oversupply. Right. So if you're one of those people that just has a few extra ounces in the freezer at any given time, you can pump directly into like Dr. Brown's bottles Mm -hmm. that then you just put the nipple directly on it. Yeah, those are nice. Yeah. So and also keep in mind the less times you transfer the milk from one container to another, the more fat and vitamins and minerals are preserved. 
Yeah, so if you do know that you want to ultimately store in plastic bags, there are pumping systems that you can pump directly into plastic bags from. Yes, and I used the Kind system, and I really liked it. Hmm. The um, the measurement on the sides with plastic bags is not that reliable. Oh, it's bullshit. Um, you look at your, like, Lassino bag and your Medela bag, and you're like, the actual fuck is this? Yeah, so don't trust that per se, but it's not really that important. No, no. I, I don't stress out about that at all. So the kind bags that you – they literally attach directly to your flanges. They screw on. I love them because they're thicker. And if you're not going to go with glass, the next best is going to be a thicker plastic bag. The thicker, the better. Because if you're putting them in the freezer, there's a less of a chance of getting freezer burn on your milk. Mm-hmm. And you're going to preserve. That doesn't sound good. Freezer burn on yeah. your milk. Mm-hmm. Yikes. Yeah. And the more vitamins, minerals, and nutrients are preserved because, you know, the freezer is kind of tough on your mm-hmm. milk. It's yeah. a delicate substance. <sighs> it really this is. It's tricky. So the thicker plastic is better. And then the um, the thinner plastic bags, you have to be careful with those also because as you warm them up, if you warm them up too quickly or if you warm them up way too hot, they can actually melt. Oh, yeah. And the corners bust on those all of the time. Yes. they. Fu- I, like, I feel like every time I tried to thaw one, they leaked. Yes. I used the crappy thin plastic bag. I yes. really didn't pump very much, but what I when I did, I just like I had a random ad hoc of shit people gave me. Mm-hmm. And so that's what I used. Right. And you know, we don't all have the luxury of buying the top of the line anything, but there's some things you can do to mitigate that loss of nutrient in the milk if you have nothing but the thin plastic bags. So here's what I recommend. I recommend getting a Tupperware, dipping it in water, and freezing the Tupperware so it becomes opaque. What? Yes. And then you're going to pump into your thin, shitty bags, and you're going to freeze them laying down and in the Tupperware that's frozen because that way no light gets in as well because the more times your milk is exposed to light, the less nutrients it has as well. you're blowing my mind. Yes, I know. I know. This pumping situation, it's a lot (laughs) more complicated. It's so complicated. No, but that's awesome. That's a really cool hack. Yeah. So so freeze the bags laying down, and then once they're frozen, you just stand them up. Make sure that you date them. You know, you Hmm. always want to try to feed the ones that are going to, you know. And, like, please, especially if you're considering donating milk at any point, please keep it organized. I once um, had a client who had insufficient glandular tissue, and so she asked me to, like, pick up milk on the way to her house because she found someone halfway, whatever. It was a home visit. I was like, yeah, I'll pick up milk for you. Oh, my God, y'all. This very kind, generous woman literally dumped, like, a trash bag of, like, loose Oh, frozen no. bags of milk what? into the cooler in my car. And I was like, holy shit. I guess I'll start from the top. Yeah. So we like spent the whole visit sorting milk bags. I was just like, thanks. For oh, man. That. <laughs> That's rough. That is rough. And, you know, speaking of like dating and timing, um, you know, it doesn't last forever and it doesn't necessarily mean that it's rotten. Okay. So I think a lot of the, a lot of people think like, oh, it's milk. Um, They say that it's only good in the deep freezer from six to six months to a year. Mm -hmm. Um, But that's a wide range, right? And it depends on the deep freezer. And I think most people think milk and they think spoiling. But that's not what we're talking about here. We're talking about a complete loss of nutrients. Right. Yes, your breast milk can spoil. Sure. Yeah. But usually what it is is 
Let me think. The recommendation in a regular like freezer fridge combo is three months, right? Three months, um, unless it's in the door of the freezer, right? Um, so at that three month mark, say you've kept it really good in the back of the freezer, it's not spoiled, but at that point, it's just more nutrient deficient, right? And so if you're if you're pumping because your baby has a problem. You definitely want to only feed the milk that's within that time frame to make sure your baby is getting enough nutrients yeah. and fat and vitamins. And Heather and I say this over and over. These are general guidelines, and you can choose the degree to which you follow them. But if you have a preterm baby, baby in the NICU, medically fragile baby, we encourage you to follow these very closely. Yep. Um, but, yeah, say you're at that three-month mark, though, and you're like, ah, oh, shit. <laughs> like, I've got 50 ounces of milk in the back of the freezer I forgot about. I think it's still good. You can keep saving it. And when your baby's six months old, you can fucking make omelets with it. You can make ice cream with it. To give to the baby. Yeah. Yes. Why not? That's and it's cool. still beneficial. It's still probably better than cow's milk. Yeah. Have or milk, milk, milk baths. Yeah. Right. There's milk baths that you can use it for for when your baby has a random baby rash, which oh my they God. get. Like every day. I had a rashy yes. baby. <laughs> oh, I have such white babies. It's not <laughs> even funny. Oh, yeah. And when people come, like when my clients come and they're like, what's this rash? I'm like, oh, God, I don't know. I wouldn't even worry about that one. <laughs> and I guess you could freeze in plastic bottles, but that, yeah. I don't think anyone really does that. You can, but yeah, it's like if you're going to freeze in plastic bottles, they're not that much more non-reactive than the plastic bags, and they take up more room. So really almost everybody freezes in plastic bags Yes, and simply then, because it's a storage issue. Right. And I also want to just quickly mention some of those plastic bags have a smell yes. about them. And the plastic over time kind of like leaks it into – Yeah, it degrades over time and it mm-hmm. leaks into the milk. And in small amounts, that's okay. But some people will call and tell me that their previously frozen milk – has a soapy taste to it and they're afraid that they have high lipase and that might be true and it also might be true that it's from the plastic storage bags i wonder if that was my issue heather i thought i i just assumed i was like up taste soapy guess it's that high lipase shit i read on kelly mom Mm -hmm. so i mean a baby didn't care anyway yeah some babies care and so that's when it becomes a problem (sighs) and i always recommend try switching to the glass bottles at that point i'm gonna think about this for a while yeah, it's okay. You still did a very good job. Yeah, I'm just like, why did I doubt my boobs first? Why didn't I doubt plastic before my boobs? Yeah, I don't, and most of them are like, we're BPA-free, and it's like, well, that's great, but there's a cool. lot of other shit in what there. What did you put in there to take the place of BPA? That's <laughs> what I always ask because everybody, you know, and that's what happens. Like some some advocacy group will reveal harmful nature of a chemical that's in everything we use, and that's awesome. And so companies say, okay, we're not going to use that. And then they just replace it with some other harmful chemical that we don't know about yet. Yep. But we'll Sweet. learn. We will learn. So those are pretty much the options for storage. And, you know, if you're a pumping parent, good for you. And best of luck to you. Yep. And keep your eyeball out for the sales. So around like World Breastfeeding Week, which is this week. Well, the week that we're recording. Yeah, the week that we're recording. We're probably not going to release this for like two weeks. Yes. So, but there's other, like Mother's Day, there's a lot of specials on buying in bulk for storage containers. So you can go ahead and get yourself on some email lists and just buy them in bulk. And yeah. Buy, buy them now. Yep. Whenever you see a sale, because they do get kind of expensive after a while. Good advice. 
Thanks for listening to another episode of the Breast Friends Podcast. If you want to help our podcast grow, please like, subscribe, and share with a friend. To support our mission of accessible lactation information, you can find us on Patreon and become our breast friend, a lactivist, or a dairy queen. Dairy queen, what? Each level of membership comes with its own personalized member rewards. Yeah, like behind-the-scenes video, um, personalized Q&As, merchandise. Oh, I might send you a mug or a t-shirt. Love the merch. This podcast was edited by Heather O'Neill with music by Bella Zucker. For questions, comments, or sponsorship opportunities, please email us at breastfriendspodcast at gmail.com.